Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And Rubin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck, 33, came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. Got the uh, got the party up in here, David. Uh, we are ready to go, man. How are you feeling? I'm good, man. Good. I can't hear you too good through my headset, though. Well, we'll me? figure that one out here we'll in a few. I go along here, people. <laughs> All right, man. Anyway, how, how was your weekend? Great weekend, man. Got went, tested my car, put a little Ford motor in it, and tested it out a little bit, and getting ready for this weekend. So. I'm ready. Got the Anderson starting up. We headed to Florence on Saturday. We've got a packed weekend coming up. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I had a great weekend myself. I kind of uh, hung around the house. Had a little testing we did Saturday out at Anderson. Had a nice little field of cars, and it was real good to uh, see those guys out there. The behind the scenes part of this show is just so hilarious. You should see all the. I'm standing on my head trying to make sure we can uh, hear. People pointing at you, hear waving. Hear each other on the microphones, but uh, anyway, David, go ahead, brother, and uh, take take. Well, yeah. first off, before we do that, I want to mention, uh, give a couple of shout outs we have here. Oh, yeah. I know we have some folks that are listening down in their shops. They're working and turning wrenches on their race cars, trying to get those things ready for the season opener. So. Uh, Big shout out to all those down there, Mitchell and Wesley Thompson and Damon Burdett down there in Fountain Inn. Down in Hillside. Hillside. Yes, sir. They are down there working on their cars. And then, of course, we got Justin and all the crew down there in Belton working on their cars and wrenching away. And then we've got John Gallman and Chandler down there. They were up at the racetrack Saturday, and, boy, Chandler is really coming to his own wheeling that, that pure stock car. Yeah, he's going to be a good one, I believe. Well, I am ex- super excited. Hey, I think we can uh, hear something. Finally hit the right button. I think I finally hit the right button, didn't I? Yeah. All right. I do that. That one button, I hit it the wrong one every time. I don't know why I do that. It's just a habit. I think it's like a beam me up Scotty type of, <laughs> of button if you're a Star Wars fan. But anyway, big shout out to those guys. And also, David, we're adding some more content to the show. I put out a post before we came over today, and it's basically saying, you know, there's a lot of stuff to cover in just an hour, and a lot of times we can't get it all in. So what we're going to start doing is a thing called Track Chat Live Extra. Right. It'll be content that will not be heard on the radio, but it will be heard on our repost. Once we go and, and put this on a podcast platform, you can hear it on Spotify, the TuneIn app, Our Heart Radio, and, of course, live over on the website, trackchatlive.com. But it's going to be extra footage that we don't have time to put on the air, but we'll record that and play it on a later date, and you guys can be able to hear that. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be called Track Chat Live Extras. Is that going to be uncensored? Uh, well, I, ho- I guess I got the bleep button over here. Okay. Oh, 
right, so well, uh, we can go from there. Well, let's get into a little race result. Let's do it. Fair. What tracks we got going? We got Anderson Motor Speedway opens up this Friday. They got testing tune this Tuesday from four to seven. So the race is going to be Friday. Green flags going to drop at eight o'clock. Gates open at five. Got the limiteds, mini stocks, big shows, pure stocks, U.S. Legends front wheel drive being modified. Street stock race. March the 31st with Bass Rules. That ought to be a good one coming up. Dylan, next race is March 31st, April the 1st, and they got a mass race at Anderson coming in August. Yes, we just got the, the flyer and everything put out for that. It's going to be the M&M Used Cars Street Stock Showdown. Oh, wow. It's going to be 30 laps, and those guys, if you were up in August of last year, they really put on a great show. Ron Barfield brought the guys up from Dillon. This is going to be the mass rules, but it's going to be something a little bit different than, you know, Ron's deal. Mm -hmm. But uh, Ron will be coming, hopefully, later on this year as well. Yeah, that'll be good. I mean, it, them guys put on, they put their helmet on, they get after it. So that's what I like to see. So then we're going to move down to Florence this Saturday, March the 18th, the pot of gold, 125. So that's where the rocket will be heading, see what he can do down there. Are you going to take your lucky charms? Ah, uh, yeah. I love my lucky charms, man. <laughs> then we got Kingsport Speedway season opening March the 25th, and you can look at all their stuff on Kingsport speedway.net tri-county racers swap meet this saturday from nine to three season opening is april the first you go check out their schedule on tricountyspeedway.com let me get swapped over here i got some results from hickory hickory motor speedway boy they had a they had a fun time up there this week they had some other stuff happen up there too david I yeah they had a little they got a little tire rule two tire rule and some of the leaders crashed on the first lap second lap and didn't make 20 laps uh, they wouldn't let them run so i don't know there's a bunch of controversy going on there it's been happening since 2021 everybody knows the rules but i guess you know it's like you got somebody working for you, you got to tell them every time where, where the light switch is turn it on what wrench to get on this certain bolt but, yep but that's the way it is and kevin pierce and them do a great job up there man you know i hate to see people bashing that on facebook but they'll get it straightened out and, you know get back to racing good there so let's go late model feature one was tyler matthews charlie watson and bryson ruff and the feature two was landon s huffman charlie watson and michael bumgardner the limited was graham holler zach wells and chase james street stock cody demaros jesse clark and johnny reynolds mini stock aj sanders shane Knight, and chuck walls and that's uh what they got going on there at hickory and we got oh you gonna do the dirt ain't you so yeah all, i got the that's dirt all, that's all i got for the asphalt but y'all be ready man it's gonna be a packed weekend especially at anderson speedway yes we can't wait it's gonna be a saint patty's day show so make sure you wear your green you were saying a couple of weeks ago for april fools you wear your green but <laughs> I, I was like no david is you wear your green on saint patty's day well man i ain't no leprechaun so i don't know what's supposed to be wearing <laughs> all right man uh, this is good stuff we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back yeah, with the friend. lady of the hour, Miss <laughs> Anderson Motor Speedway, our special guest. Just Jeff and the Rocket are back here on Track Chat Live. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. 
Visit them at ontimesc.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring late model stock, limited late model, renegade, front wheel drive, outlaws, street stocks, and full body vintage. Cheer parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit thetricountyspeedway.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalston's.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. This is Sylvia Porter. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts over there showing us his Woo. dance moves. <laughs> Got him. Marie. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we have our special guest in studio. I should have brought out the, uh, the Queen music. Like you would play, like when royalty is in the house. Yeah, I should have got that. I should have got that sound effect. The Queen of AMS, Miss Sylvia Porter. Welcome to Track Chat Live. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. Sure are. I mean, I've been a lot of racetracks in my life, all over this, all over the southeast and wherever. I guarantee the best, the best promoter you'll ever find. Right? Well, I just you mentioned that, and I had two folks make comments about it. And let's oh lord, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> They're not bad comments. They were they were very good comments. And uh, David, as I find those, well, you give me you give me their name if they're not good comments. Uh, well, yeah, we can definitely take care of that. So, yeah, so we're, we're gonna dig in. We're gonna dig into the Anderson Motor Speedway with with Sylvia here and see what what you know. As I do, I like to go back in the past and start okay. and start from there. Mm-hmm. So, kind of first, tell us what you know when the track was built and who built it and. I think your dad had a part of that. So kind of give us a little bit of history there. He did. Um, so this is our 60th year. So wow. the track was built in 1963. Uh, my dad, Charlie Mize, who's from here in Anderson, Hartwell, Anderson area, and a, na- a man named Richard Wood from Wahala, South Carolina, were all partners. They decided there used to be an old Kiwi Speedway. And, you, mm. you know, most people know I'm from Seneca, Oconee County. So um, they would go up there. And I guess maybe they even met up there. But, um, you know, dad's like, there needs to be we need a racetrack everybody thinks they need a racetrack but um back in the 60s apparently they needed a racetrack in anderson county so they located the property and bought it 
from the Irby's, I believe. That's Irby Road that runs right there by the racetrack. And um, my dad was, you know, I'm sure all three of the men were young at the time, the 20th. Uh, my dad was 27. Mr. Miles was probably about the same age, maybe 30. And uh, they probably didn't have a lot, but they had a dream and they had, you know, ambition. And so they bought the property and uh, I-85 was being built at the time. So uh, they made some um, deal, wheels and deals with the Theo brothers out of Woodruff, South Carolina, uh, to haul dirt. And, they, and so they, they kind of helped finance the um, – oh, that's sweet. <laughs> they kind of helped finance the, their venture, you know, with, um, with the building of I-85. And, uh, and so the track was constructed. It started as a dirt track. My mother says ran for a dirt track for many, many years, very successfully. Uh, my dad did a lot of the, the work. He had equipment. Right. Um, he was in the grading business. Mr. Mize was a, a heck of a promoter. I can remember being a little girl and just seeing him come out with his, um, he had really uh, flamboyant outfits that he would wear with checkered flags. And I mean, that was the style <laughs> oh, yeah, of the yeah. promoters yeah. back in the day. You know, he, he did it and he did it right. And um, yeah, so... Uh, unfortunately, you know, I wasn't born until late 72, and, and for the first five or six years of my life, my parents didn't let me go to the track. One of my neighbors kept me, but around, um, probably around age eight, I started going to the track in the early 80s, and um, I would ask, you know, where's David Pearson? You know, because I'd mm. always heard my dad talk about David Pearson. Of course, he wasn't really racing there. We'd have a shrine race, and he would come and, and visit, but... Um, Anyway, that's what I remember of the dirt days. Right. Yeah, yeah well that, that's where I grew up. That's my first race ever was there mm-hmm. back, back in probably 74, 5. Wow, okay. And, and uh, I was 14, mm-hmm. drove my first race at the Shrine Race. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so, yeah, I know about the dirt and, and Rupert Porter and Charlie Mize and all that. Mm-hmm. And then, so you started going about age 8 and it you know, kept rolling along. Mm-hmm. And when did you become more involved in the racetrack? Um, at age, my dad was one of 12 kids, so he was the oldest boy, so he always believed in working, right? And mm-hmm. so he had one child, mm-hmm. unfortunately a girl. I mean, you know, the daughter-son, I was both, whatever, but <laughs> he was like, you're going to work. You know, that's what you do. So age 12, 13, he had me in the concession stands popping popcorn and slinging uh, Pepsi Colas, I think it was back in the day. Um, but you know, so I started working there then. And to be honest with you, I hated it, right? Because I was not with my friends at football mm-hmm. games on the on Friday nights, on the weekends. And um, but I mean, it taught me work ethic, and and uh, I got to meet a lot of great people. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's, and that's yeah. what this world needs now—a little more work ethic. Well, absolutely, yes. I completely. So, now, you know, now I want to thank my dad and hug that's his right. neck because, but at the time when I was a young person, oh, yeah. I didn't understand yeah. it. Yeah. But. Um, so then you moved off out of high school and went to went to college or something. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for all the Gamecock fans out there, I went to yes, yes. the <laughs> University of South, South Carolina. Carolina. That's right. So um, I did that, and I, I moved back home for a while after that, and uh, worked for my dad in his grading company again. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I needed to just do something on my own so I moved to Charlotte I got a job with NASCAR moved to Charlotte and worked out of the Charlotte office um, as a TV liaison 
back in the early 2000s when the uh, big TV deal was struck. Um, it's when Winston was getting out of the sport and Nextel was getting into the sport. So um, basically traveled every weekend to different locations. And, and my dad was really kind of honestly hurt at me because he thought I had mm. abandoned him. Mm. But it was probably, he's not here to tell us, but it was probably the best thing I ever did because I, I grew up a lot and I, yeah. I learned a lot. Um, just about life i think that a great education is traveling and and seeing seeing the country and i'm fortunate that i got to do that on somebody else's dime but um but anyway my dad i I did come back obviously dad got got sick and i knew they needed help i'd still try to help them a little bit even when i was living in charlotte but um i came back and the track was it was not in the best shape Mm -hmm. it was uh, you know um i'm gonna say around 2006 five six and um i started working there again and and helping him still with his grading company because he still had it and uh and yeah but but when he got sick in in 2007 i really kind of came on board because i i think we kind of could see that it was a lot for him you know it was a lot for what uh, he was he was taking chemo for two years and Mm. so um yeah so uh so so what year was the track asphalted? It was remember? asphalted in 1987. Oh, 87. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was dirt until 86. They said, and again, I was too young at that time. I think I was like 13, 14. I was too young to appreciate the red clay surface. You mm-hmm. can say this. People tell me it was like a <clears throat> fabulous surface. Oh, yes. It was a great, and it probably is still there yeah. under the asphalt. Yeah. You know, it's probably a great race surface if it was ever um, it comes, dirty. It comes bubbling up sometimes. It comes bubbling up. We <laughs> see it from time to time. But yeah. It was one of the racetracks back in the day that was maintained well, run well, prepped prepped well is what I should say probably. The, the racing surface was, was good. Well, and yeah. that's the thing. Anybody with a dirt track has my respect because I know what goes in. I don't personally because I've not mm-hmm. had to do it. But I can remember being a little girl and my dad just having to make sure the track, the motor grader was running and blading the track and then watering the track and then the packer cars would have to run. And sometimes that seemed to take like almost all night long on a Thursday night before yeah. a Friday race. Forever, yeah. yeah. I remember that's, that's how I got my start, I guess, into loving racing is because my father brought me down to anderson when it was dirt yeah and that kind of shows how old i am and and i had some family members that raced down there as well Mm -hmm. and they about killed themselves down there coming out (laughs) of turn four you know we have water barrels there on the pit wall but Mm -hmm. they didn't have those back in the day and he just about split his car down the middle on that wall wall. yeah Yeah, that wall is about it is i think there used to be an opening in the middle there did, yeah. Right, best I can yeah. Opening in the middle. Opening in the middle. We used to go out there. Actually, I think we've done that. I think I'm right. Since Dad passed away, I think mm-hmm. we had that opening mm-hmm. until, and then we decided to close it off. It's just yeah. a little bit dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I can remember being a little girl and, and guardrails. I've heard the stories of people going off the, I never remember this, but going over the back wall and there's like a pond where we used to get water to water mm-hmm. the track back behind and, you know ending up back there i'm not going to say in that pond but they would be back in that area yeah, so I, I seen a car go over one night and mm-hmm. all you could see was the trees toppling over yeah. as it went oh, yeah. down through there you know like wow well, speaking oh, yeah. of those guardrails you know this is the 60th season of anderson and there's a picture that got uh circulated around from those days and it's actually going to be on a 60th anniversary t-shirt for this year yes. for the fans to purchase it's got an old black and white uh picture it looks like people are sitting maybe trackside in turn mm-hmm. two 
one and two and the cars are coming out you know they're doing the dirt thing and they're sliding Dirt's and, flying yeah it's an awesome shot so it's going to be a, a cool t-shirt most fun you have at the racetracks when it rains and watch everybody try to get out of the pits <laughs> we, we've we've had more fun with that yeah. back in the younger days oh yeah you know, anybody that's old and watch that knows, knows how that is what i want to know is what does a young girl from small town of seneca south carolina do in the big city of charlotte well, I wasn't there a lot because I was traveling, right? But um, I had moved from Seneca to Columbia and lived there for four and a half years. So I had a little experience but um, I, <laughs> with a big city. But um, I actually lived in Huntersville when I was out of the Charlotte office. And um, I loved it up there. I, lo- I loved everything but the traffic of driving into work every day. It was, that was not a fun. 77, was, it didn't matter which way you go. If you tried to go back roads or what have you, yeah. that part. And I guess now at 50 years old, I'm, I know I don't want any part of that. Like, I'll take the small town life, right? I don't want to sit in traffic. I don't want to have to, you know, wait to, to get to work. So um. Now, we know racing is your number one love, correct? <laughs> but what, what do you find yourself doing when you're not... Oh, you know, Lord. tending at the racetrack and, and doing stuff. <laughs> Y'all know the answer to this, but um, I love can, my can dog. I, I'll I, say that first. I love my dog, Axel, who is 13 years young and um, has brought a lot of joy, joy to my life. So I'm with him a lot. We take lots of walks, but he's slowing down. So about four years ago, I think you're saying what has kind of brought me a lot of joy in the last few years. I got into yoga, which is crazy. And everybody's like, what in the world? But I love Love yoga. It is like the best form of relaxation, meditation, um, exercise. So I do it like five days a week at least, if not. That's like that stuff seven. where you stand on your head, right? <laughs> exactly. I do love to stand on my head. And between those hours, you do not call. Don't exactly. Yeah. Well, so every, can, every morning, I'm you in can yoga. Call, yeah. but you won't get an <laughs> you answer. You won't get me. Yeah. <laughs> like Fifteen minutes. That's after right. That, you yeah. Give her a call. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, you're speaking from experience. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, darn, I forgot yeah. she's doing yoga. Yeah. So, you ready for a break? No, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> David's over there. David's. Is the uh, producer of the show tonight? <laughs> Man, we gotta get. He's taking. Yeah, we gotta get our sponsors Great in. We sponsor, we love man. our sponsors. Thank you so much we for love all. Our guests. If it wasn't for our sponsors, we would not be able to do this show. But Amen. thank you so much. But right now, we'll take another break, and uh, we'll be back. On the other side would Just Jeff the Rocket and Sylvia Porter on Track Chat Live. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallics, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite.
Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop. 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Temco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, TemcoUpstate.com. This is Robert Hall. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Woo-hoo! Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, along with the Promoter of the century, Miss Sylvia. <laughs> Dude, all these texts that I keep getting in, everyone talking about how great uh, Sylvia is. I was going to read the ones that were posted on Facebook earlier, and I'm going to go ahead and do that now. And uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, no better promoter than her. Can't wait to hear it. Hmm. And then we had another one that said, uh, please give all these track promoters some advice on how to run a racetrack. <laughs> And then we had Justin Sorrow. He texted in as well, and he he said, "Anonymous texter, most honest promoter of any track in the southeast, and an awesome staff." So that that speaks volumes. There, you have people know you're going to be on the show, and they're texting in and 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 saying all these nice things. That to me speaks volumes of of the person you are. And Anderson Motor Speedway hasn't been around for 60 years because things aren't. I mean, not everything has been done right, but on for the most part, you've done more right than wrong. In order to be around 60 years, in my opinion, David. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a that's a testament how long it's been here and how long the port y'all been running it and you know the fa- the fan base that we have there is just wonderful. It is, it is. I'm um, I'm very blessed, and I mean this sincerely. Like I, the people are the reason I still do it because I think we all know sometimes you get a little stressed out and you get a little like pulling your hair out. But the people, and I mean fans and drivers alike. I mean we all have issues from time to time, and like you said, Jeff, not everything's been perfect it's, it's no. not perfect and and i'm human and i make mistakes and and we all do but it stopped being perfect when i started working there, there you go exactly <laughs> no i'm just kidding I, no i you... thought you've been perfect the whole time except for, <laughs> except for 2016 and 50 pounds i don't know what that's about but anyway but that's another story for later <laughs> we'll talk about that Jeez later crackers. that's right <laughs> peanut butter crackers so let's, let, let's let's talk a little bit about our upcoming season what classes you got and what, what you got going on so last year 2022 was a great year um again i'm going to consider that a successful year we had great crowds and a lot of great racing so we're pretty much going to mimic that and uh we'll start racing this friday march the 17th and we'll race every other week 
Um, I think that gives us 13 or 14 of our weekly events. And then we'll have some uh, touring series sprinkled in, just like we did last year, uh, as well as the Tour of Destruction will come rolling in uh, a couple times this year. So, um, yeah, everything worked pretty good. Rule packages are pretty much the same. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So we're kind of going with that motto. And um, we'll start on Friday night with six divisions of racing. Like you were saying, the limited late models and the mini stocks. They've been with us, the mini stocks. So they've been with us for, for years and years. And uh, David Darnell, Chad Campbell, um, they've been racing there for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. So um, thankful for them. And we're also going to have the BM Modifieds, the U.S. Legends, um, Front Wheel Drives, and the Pure Stock V8s. So um, those Pure Stocks, we've had lots of them test, and I think we're going to have a really good field of them this year as well. So that's exciting to see because they don't mind getting out there and really racing each other yeah, i think that's gonna be a good class and don't for, forget the for the young guns will be coming up later in may they come back in may we like to wait and give them an opportunity to kind of get through their schooling and then once the summer starts to kind of the summer break starts to you know come to be um then we'll we'll bring the young guns back so and those are our future drivers those are our up-and-comers so we right. definitely want to to bring them out as well so, so I asked the other promoters, you know, what about the tire situation from Hoosier? Is it any different than it has been in the past? I think it's a little more comfortable. When I talk to them, I'm getting a better vibe from them. I mean, the days of me calling up and saying I'd like 100 tires every week, you know, and selling practice tires, those days are, I think, gone. I don't think we're going to get back to that. But, um, you know, I I feel more comfortable about it now. They're not policing it. They're not, they said they're not going to babysit me. They're going to send me tires. And then what I choose to do with them, I just have to be a good steward of the allotment that they're going to send me. So, um, so we're going to go with that four tire and on the initial first race, and then we'll be with our limiteds and then we'll be uh, two tire every week um, from that point forward. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that's a good deal, especially in this time and age for our racers to, to keep people coming back and you know me and you spoke a bunch about Mm -hmm. that type stuff and getting how do we keep cars here coming back week in week out that wants to Mm -hmm. to perform and one thing was a two tire deal it's more economical absolutely Mm -hmm. you know a person can go and can buy two tires pretty much every week you know and, and afford to do that with a Percy wins and a little sponsor helping what he can take out of his pocket so mm-hmm. so yeah that i think the two tire deals and it's all over really everywhere is ca- caught on to that so what about this new tire that's come out have you have you heard anything about it the Cobra I, tire? I have not um i have not you know honestly they um reached out to some folks that race with us as we know and and they tested it and they spoke highly of it um i was not there for the test so i can't really speak to it i didn't see it but i you know hey if it's a good tire then you know it's something to look into Mm -hmm. but i have to say the hoosier people have been very good to me the freemans i i get my tire allotment or my tires out of um from the Freemans in Welcome, North Carolina. It's called Hoosier Asphalt South. I've probably known them for 25 years. Mm-hmm. They've they've been. I'm very loyal. They're great to deal with. I hope they'd say the same about me. And um, you know, so so we're kind of going with them. But now, if the Cobra thing t- tends to work, that mm-hmm. is something. You know, we got you got to look into it if it can save the drivers money because it goes back to what you were just saying. We got to keep the cost down. And, and you know, and I know that for, for a track, I can only afford to pay a certain amount so that's right. where the two tire kind of balances out 
um yeah, yeah. It's, it's like i when i first started asphalt come from dirt that and i went to greenville pickings that i could afford to buy two tires mm-hmm. you know so well i could afford to buy one tire i'm sorry and i had a sponsor to buy me one tire okay. right. so i had to run good enough to, to buy two mm-hmm. tires to mm-hmm. keep four on every week to race mm-hmm. if i had this back then it would have been a whole lot better mm-hmm. you know right. so so i think that's a good deal so and you spoke of the the four cylinders the the Many stock cars. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great class. I think great it's, class. it's even growing. It's kind of revolving right now mm-hmm. that I see the mm-hmm. body wise and stuff, which I think is cool. Yeah. It kind of yeah. like a dirt car a little bit, it and they kind of letting them letting them open up and do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's yeah. So I've noticed several new new drivers mm-hmm. already this season. They were down mm-hmm. Saturday doing some testing, and there's some nice looking cars going to be on the in the mini stock division this year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see those. Me too. I'm gonna go ahead and. and go off the notes here and and ask a question oh lord what's it's a two-part question what's the easiest thing about being a track promoter Hmm. the easiest thing is when you have a great staff then you know you, you they've got your back they they're there they're taking up like if i have a bad week or i forget something or somebody gets sick or i go out of town i know that you know the people that have been there like yourself, like like Chad, like like Drew, people that have been there for years and years, Chuck Head, I mean, they know what to do. Do you know what I mean? They they've been there. I don't have to tell them what to do. So that that is I'm very blessed again with that. I mean, I have people that Mr. Billy that works my pit gate's been there longer than I have, right? I mean, yeah, he big lives shout right out to Mr. Bill <laughs> Billy Finley, yeah. Good people. Um and his wife works in the concession stand and they've worked there since that track was built. So that is a that is a positive. Just having a great staff and people that I can count on, dependable people I can rely on to to get things done. Okay, what's the worst thing about being a track promoter? The Jeff wor- Harbin. <laughs> <laughs> Who is How that? How did you know what I was going to say? Hey, that people people don't. Like, they'd already threw the towel in if it was me. The, Some people can't. Do it. <laughs> Sorry. I oh, love. Right. Love the, it. The worst thing is um, for me. I've come to find that I'm a people pleaser and I want to make everybody happy. And though at 50 years old, I know that is impossible. It bothers me very deeply, personally, internally. I'm trying to get over this. Maybe yoga helps when I can't. And sometimes you just can't. Okay. Sometimes you make a rule, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and one person is offended or you make a decision and one person is offended or a group of people are offended and you, you're not intending to do that, offend them or, or hurt them or single them out or penalize them, but it's taken that way. And, and it might be somebody that you really thought you had a good friendship with or somebody that, you know, you know, you don't, you don't want to you know lose as a driver, as a friend, as a staff member, whatever. But um, it, the people pleasing part has been hard for me because I am one. I want everybody to be happy and um, that is absolutely impossible. And especially around a racetrack because you've got 80 d- different personalities. And um, so you just, honest to God, you just do the, be- <laughs> the best you can. Um, yeah, it's yeah. very hard to keep everyone happy. Um, it is. And that's what I say about the rules. And I know it's not easy. It's but not. We set our rules and they don't change regardless of who or what for the year. Mm-hmm. and next year we'll talk about them and maybe tweak something yeah. you know we've had this conversation too. We, ha- we have and you know i raced a guy at lawrence for years and he said boys y'all made this rule last year you wanted for this year it's not changing mm-hmm. 
So don't come with me to that. You know? Was he an so, old school promoter? Because I yeah. like his style. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he was an old, you know, <laughs> old school uh, promoters. It's good. But I think that's the way you got to do. And some people, in my mind, some people get mad. Yep. They know they're cheating. Yeah. They know they're wrong, but they're going to blast out at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. yeah. You, you're just too nice. I've always told you that. You're just too, mm-hmm. too dark on sweet. <laughs> no, you want to do like a shoot and fire? Like, I ask a question and, I, and you get an answer like off the cuff. Because oh. we got about three that just keep mm-hmm. coming up. Okay. Well, right. I'll answer. I'll try. All right. I guess okay. that's how you would call it. Like, rapid right. fire. Shoot. Yeah, rapid, rapid fire, fire <laughs> questions. All right. Here we go. Okay. A renegade's running at Anderson Motor Speedway this season. Right now, I don't have a plan for Renegades to run at Anderson because I'm waiting to see what happens at Greenville. That's one of their classes. Um, so we'll wait and see. I do not have a plan at this moment. Are you going to run on Saturday night? Okay, so we have been a Friday night racetrack for 60, well, 40, uh, 59 years, if I can do my math. And um, it is scary to change because we've been in a habit and we have great fans that support us, right? So what happens when you change that? And selfishly, I like Friday night racing because I still have a weekend. So All right, y'all hear that? Yeah. yeah. Did y'all hear that? Mike's on? Okay. Yeah. Third one, are Street Stock's going to race every week? No, I don't have a plan for them to run every week. I did talk to Boo, Boo Carlisle and several others who've reached out, and I'm going to try, we'll try it on the 31st. If it works then, we may do it, you know, two or three more times, and then Ron Barfield if he comes, you know, but I, we only have a certain amount of time, and we have to have our show done. We don't have a curfew, but Sylvia wants to have her show done by 10, 30, or 11. We don't want to keep people there all night, so we have to have, you know, we can't run 10 divisions we just can't all right so. we're gonna take this segment and like replay it like a hundred times because oh, that's the three Lord. most I'm asked probably, now that nice comments that were coming in is probably getting <laughs> not, <laughs> no we're, we're just trying to cl- were, clarify for yeah, the ones who we are yeah, yeah. Asked the same well there's question. always rumors i mean I've, you know we, there's always rumors so well she'll be at yoga from about 20 <laughs> minutes from now till friday afternoon exactly. it's just the questions that constantly get asked so we're trying to clear those up and get rid of those mm-hmm. yeah, but that, uh that's that's good that's good so so what you got the truck series coming i think are they coming yes they're coming uh they're coming i think the first time is 4 8 april the 8th and then they come two more times may the 27th and uh again in august yes looking that is uh, correct i don't know august may be the 27th i don't have that right in front of me which is terrible isn't it that's okay um oh i'm sorry it's august the 5th yeah yeah. So, so is there mm-hmm. any any idea you may go back to NASCAR? I, you know, I haven't. Um, I haven't even really thought about it. It's you know, I, again, I work for them, and then we had a successful partnership with them for many years. It is it is really for me. It's been a financial thing. It costs me a lot of money, and and it also costs the drivers extra money. So mm-hmm. I hate to say what I'm going to say, but this is my feelings about it. It used to be more beneficial to to be a part of a Na- the NASCAR series, but you know, sanctioning, but. For right now, it you know, for me, it's just not. Yeah, I grew up, you know, that's when I come along, that's where you wanted to go. Uh, yeah, right. Yep. I mean, man, I, I made it to NASCAR. Got mm-hmm. here. I'm a NASCAR. I'm on an asphalt track now. I'm kind of like you. I see, you know, and I was kind of bummed out when you went away from I'm it. Sure. Second, but but now that I see what goes on in some of these places, and it's not the glamour that it used to be, or you thought you was mm-hmm. getting. So I I agree. As long as you got a good point fund. Mm-hmm. And you can take care of your drivers at the end of the year. The main thing is getting them to come back. Mm-hmm. And it's family. It's you know, family. all of us are yeah. family. We're racing. You know, we yeah. might fuss this, this That's week. That's right. Get somebody apart next week and, and mm-hmm. whatever. So I, I, I recommend you. I don't think I would either go back to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So. I've got a question. Kevin Piercy, uh, and then we're going to let you go. I know mm-hmm. you probably got to go eat some tacos or something. <laughs> 
But uh, I've, I've, I don't know if you uh, noticed that, you know, North Carolina got a lot of grant money for the different racetracks. Tri-County got some, Hickory, the North Wilkesboro thing. It's sad that South Carolina wasn't able to do that as well. But if South Carolina was able to give some grant money to Anderson Motor Speedway and, and Traveler's Rest and Greenville and all the other tracks in South Carolina, what if you got grant money at Anderson, what do you think you would do with it? Um, probably the first thing I would do, depending on how much I would get, um, I don't even know what Kevin got up at Hickory. I don't think everybody got different. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, I, I'm big on safety, so I would just try to shore up my safety things. I know everybody's like, pave the track, which, listen, we all race on the same surface. I know it's a rough surface, but we're, we're all well, racing on the same. Well, that was mentioned. Okay. Everybody said the same thing to Kevin Piercy mm-hmm. about paving Hickory, and he, he was brutally honest. He said, if I pave the track, right now I've got like a three-groove track. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I pave the track... Mm-hmm. It's going to kill that. Mm-hmm. It's going to force everybody to drive down, and it's going to be like a one groove, and it's going to kill the racing. So I look at Anderson, and I think maybe the same thing. Some people will say, no, it won't, but mm-hmm. I'm not a, a driver, but I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, I would do some things with my lighting. I'd like to go to LED lights, do some things with my lighting. I'd also like to, to shore up my fencing around the track, maybe fence the area over um, right there in three and four as well. It's always been a concern of mine. Just, you know, we, that's why we don't let people park over there, right? Or vehicles, if a tire or park came off. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm bigger on safety things. Uh, maybe even build, I don't know, it depends on how much money I got. New new bathrooms in the pits, the ones in the grandstands are nice. But those are the kinds of things, honestly, that I would do if I got some, some money. Well, before we let you go, anybody you'd like to shout out? Everybody, my whole staff. I'm appreciative of everybody and everybody that supported us for 59 years. I mean, I thank them, the fans, the drivers, um, my sweet mama. I tried to get her to come down here. I know Ms. everybody, Miss Shirley. Miss Shirley. Shirley, shout out um, to Miss Shirley. Shout out to Miss Shirley. Um, she has been around for all sixty years, so she uh, she didn't know what she was getting into when she married my dad. But she. <laughs> <laughs> One more question. Okay, sure. What is your favorite food at your racetrack? Um, a chi- every my concession people can tell you that a chili cheeseburger chili cheeseburger mm-hmm. mustard and ketchup chili cheeseburger so, yeah so you know <laughs> to me anderson speedway got the best french fries I oh i love i love the fries too always have for the last 20 years mm-hmm. or so that i've been there yeah. Well, David, I appreciate you getting me even more hungry while we sit here during this break and, and think El about taco. food. El, El taco. taco is calling my name. But we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back here with the Rocket and Just Jeff, and maybe Sylvia will hang out a little bit longer on Track Chat Live. Rookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. 
take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. JW Machine Fab is Fountaineer's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinandfab.com. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts over there fiddling around to try to get his Ooh, headphones. Sorry about that. Oh, trying to get his headphones. Get that beat back. going. Let me get back in right All right, there we go. Right. You got some dirt on dirt. <laughs> yeah, man, we're going to have to buzz through this dirt stuff. We have got a ton of results. We got two speedways, and we've, we're running out of time tonight. We've been having so much fun in here with Miss Sylvia. So uh, let's go ahead and jump over to our Livonia uh, results from this past Saturday. The Rusty Jordan Memorial Modified Street presented by B&B Flooring. Uh, the winner was Michael Seegers in the Big Jack Hill. Stock 8 was R Rocky Jones. And then the 602 Charger Late Models, Cole McKeenan was your winner. The Safety Plus 602 Late Models, your winner was Brady Cornet, and then the limited late model was Austin Reed. Front wheel drive was Stacy Foster. In the Buffalo Bar and Grill open wheel modified, the winner was Chris Nickerson, and then the Young Guns Cohen Fortson. Then the Georgia Enduros, the winner was Noah Zung Zaniga. Maybe Zaniga. I think that's right. If I butchered your name, I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, sorry, no. I'm not I'm good, real good there. Good win, though. All right, yeah. Then we're going to jump to Traveler's Rest Speedway with the results. Thunder Bomber Futures, Zane Anders was your winner. The Pure Stock, Kevin Nations was your winner. Young Gun Front Wheel Drive, Alyssa Kelly. Uh, I think that's Preston's and Joey Kelly. That's Joey Kelly's daughter, correct? Preston's sister. We got confirmed, yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Renegade Sportsman. Your winner was Donnie Atkins. And then Extreme Four, Chris Coggins was your winner. That was an A feature. And then the Thunder Bomber, Bailey Hip was your winner. And that will be your results. I'm going to say this. Uh, Cherokee's got something coming up this weekend. The Mideast Nationals. That's March 24th and 25th. If you guys want to check that out, then Harris Speedway going to have their next race this Saturday the 18th open practice on Friday Lawrence season opener the 18th and then 24th is going to be the Randy Hill Memorial up at TR Speedway racing's here baby it is here you better have them have them fenders on them tires tight it's time yes it is time so we're going to take our last break and then we're going to come back with the Rocket Says here on Track Chat Live when you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. 
Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Hall's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the Upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Rocket, baby. Well, I want the best short track racing coverage. I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX in Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, over there doing his, uh, what do you call that? Have the stinky leg. <laughs> oh, David. I, I, I promise I'm going to get him on Facebook Live doing his uh, the like rocket it. shuffle over there. there you the rocket <laughs> shuffle. All right. You ready to do? <laughs> oh, it's good times, man. Good times. You ready for this, man? Yeah, we're having way too much fun in here. All right. Here, here we go. You've got questions. He's got an answer. It's time for The Rocket Says... Here on Track Chat Live. All right, time for the Rocket Says on Track Chat Live. David, I know your brain's been uh, brewing a lot this week, and uh, I just want to know what you got on your mind. Man, we got, well, I guess I got a little time. I may talk about it next week, too, but I want to talk about the restart zones that we got at some of these racetracks. So back in the day, back in the dirt days, man, you come down the back straightaway and they flash the lights and you took all single file. And now that moved around to the starting into third turn. Now we got a, a box, and I tell Drew Brown it's a it's a trailer park. It's so big that you can park two or three trailers in it, and they want you to start in that box, but don't play no games. Well, <laughs> what racer ain't gonna play a game? You're trying to get an advantage. That's what we're all about. Then they gonna fuss at you, or put you in the back. So people, all these races, even NASCAR is going this big restart zone right that's fine mile and a half two mile racetrack let them do let them do that so you know they got telemetry on them they can see how fast they're going and ain't nobody putting on brakes blah 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 but our local racetracks you need a start line at at a certain point on the racetrack and an official watching that line and both front cars fire at the same time and 
that way I think you just keep it keep it more competitive more honest and let it be right because if man on the outside he's going to try he's trying to get you know it's all a game he's trying to get in a little bit of advantage getting to that first turn no matter who you are so how many times have you done it a bunch (laughs) I mean that's you know that's where I grew up when you grew up when I grew up it was single file restarts but still you know I was running second to a guy down at down at Fountain Inn one night, and I didn't know. I was 18, 19 years old, and I could probably beat him, I thought, you know. We had a late restart. Well, he he waved out the window. Next thing I know, he's five, six car lengths in front of me. Now, that's what you grew up with right there. So, you got him an advantage where he's right or wrong. So, put, put a line there. Let's get an official there. Let's look at it. Get a good, clean start. If we can't do it in two or three times, we got too much. I seen where Florence actually said, after so many attempts, they're going single file. So you know, let's go. We'll go back single file. If y'all can't get together, no, you know. Which which racetrack have you been to that has the a good sized start box? Uh, not really any that much. Some of the ones I've been to's got a little start box, a little area about half the size that we got at Anderson. A lot of them just got a line, Caraway. You know, Florence, Myrtle Beach, they got a start line, and they try to just keep that. And, and I, th- I think it does a good job, you know. Now, there's going to have somebody misses a gear or something that just happens. But I, th- I think it's just be cleaner, keep our cars, maybe keep everybody in check. And there's a l- little less advantage or a little bit oppor- opportunity to try to take an extra advantage. Right? Yeah. So, you know, back back in my day, they go down and go down the back straightaway, and the guy on the inside, he'll run up into your door. You know, like, I mean, that's just the way you grew up, people doing that. And I've raced against some on asphalt that still think they can do that. And I'm like, <laughs> go ahead. It's all good. You know, but that, that's, that's the way it is. So start line, can't get it right, we'll go single file. You know, we've got to save race cars. These things are too much, too high expensive The to be doing that and hey the rocket says i'm one of the world's worst when it comes like that i study that stuff i study the flagman i study the stuff box i study who who i'm going to be starting beside i study all that to get that little extra advantage i think i can win that race well all right david that was a good show man Appreciate your insight there on the start box for the Rocket Says. Also, thank Sylvia Porter for coming in and hanging with us tonight, giving us her rundown for Anderson Motor Speedway with this season. And I think you guys know what time it is. It's time to uh, make our way out of here and head over to El Taco for the official Track Chat Live after party. And if you can't make it over to El Taco, make sure you stop by Electric City Pizza tomorrow for the lunch buffet. From 11 to 2 for $9.99. Great time to uh, have a little lunch and eat some of your favorite pizzas. But for just Jeff, that's me and the Rocket. See you guys next week. Same time, same channel here on Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Axel. Good night, Bingo.